1: NY or text Hope NY in New York.
0: Welcome to the Auburn Live Podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where do you
2: go? Where do you go? Hey, how about you everybody? Welcome into the Monday edition of Inside the Twenty with myself and Keith Niebuhr. We will do our absolute best to get you as much recruiting intel inside the 20 minute mark. I joined as I always am. I'm Mr. Keith Niebuhr. Keith, how you
3: doing, big dog? Good, good, good. Ready to get rolling.
2: Yeah, let's roll it, man. Hey, before we do, let's, uh, let's let everybody know. I know people are listening to this show wondering, where can I buy a car? Like, I need a new car. I might even need a used car. Don't know anywhere to go. We've got it for you, big dog. Caleb Schofield, Mike Patton Auto. Give Caleb a call, 334-5310-996. He's got new Ford, Lincoln, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Hondas, and a fantastic, used car a lot. Keith knows because he used it already. All used cars have to pass a multi-point inspection before Caleb even thinks about selling them. And then after he does sell them to you, he'll back it with a free three-month, 3,000-mile warranty. The new cars come even more guaranteed with a free lifetime powertrain warranty, unlimited time, unlimited mileage. And if you're not looking for a car, but you know somebody is, Caleb will help Hook you up. 300 bucks, man. Send them to Caleb Schofield, uh, Mike Patton Auto in La- on Lafayette Parkway in LaGrange, Georgia, 334 531 0996. Keith, lots yep. going on, man. It's a dead period for high school guys, but the transfers have been visiting. It's been full board with those guys. But even in the dead period, Auburn has picked up two commitments, two more defensive back commitments. You were on both of them. Talk about them.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, when you look at Auburn's roster, yeah, you've got D.J. James coming back, Nehemiah Pritchett, uh, Jalen Simpson, but those guys are going to be gone soon. And if you and, and you and I know this. If you wait too long, if you say, oh, well, they're not leaving until next year and then you recruit next cycle, then you're playing too many freshmen, which is not ideal. You want guys to be able to get in your system. I mean, I know this is not earth-shattering news here, but you want guys to get in your system, understand – Well, you want coaching staff to be able to understand what they can and can't do and a year of practice and some light game work uh, allows them to see that, allows them to know exactly where guys should and shouldn't be when it's their time to really step into the roster, into the lineup, excuse me. So it was big for Auburn to have a, a significantly a large defensive back haul this cycle. And that's what they've done. And they've added two good ones. Uh, one of them, though, really, Tyler Scott, uh, a boundary corner uh, out of uh, Pebblebrook High School just outside of, of Atlanta, you know, that's a guy that everybody wanted. Bama offered him. Uh, now at the end, I don't know if Bama was pushing, but Texas was pushing. They got him on campus. Southern Cal was pushing. They got him on campus. LSU, which is you know had phenomenal success with DBs, uh, they had they they were after him. So this is a significant win for Auburn. Uh, he actually signed on December twenty first, but didn't announce until the All American Bowl over the weekend. Uh, Auburn had to keep that a secret, and he 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 made them promise. Don't you know? I don't want you telling anybody, and and they didn't. As far as we know, uh, they didn't tell us. Obviously, and we we put two and two together uh, based on talking to sources with other schools and all that stuff. But significant pickup because again, I you know, and he's only a three star. I think he's going to move up, Jeffrey, after the after the All American Bowl. He had a great week. Um, there's some questions about his length. I mean, he's six two, but he's not as maybe as long as a normal 6'2". I I don't know, but right? Questions, but that's the only question. Everything else seems to be there. He seems to check all the boxes. Uh, great instincts. And he can play multiple positions. I mean, I know we're saying boundary corner, uh, but boundary corner means you probably can play safety too. Sure. So, uh, you know, big kid, 6'2, 185, 190 in that range. Uh, you know, really earned his offers. He didn't, this wasn't a guy that got him after his junior year. He was committed to Arkansas State. Schools like Auburn, South Carolina came in. And then he just exploded as people watched the film. So a big pickup. The second one, CJ Johnson out of Texas um a safety and that's one that you know uh Wesley McGriff coach crime as they call him he offered him at Louisville where he worked previously uh and then he came into Auburn and within a week of being at Auburn had already offered him again and then from there I think Zach Etheridge really took over and Zach's gonna be coaching safety so it was imperative that he got to know this guy uh and they think highly I'm a high three-star guy high three-star guys are great for Auburn to mm. be they've had their best success with those guys sure um uh, you know, Auburn's not getting a lot of five-star DBs and hasn't since you and I have been covering them, and it hasn't mattered. They've got right. 10 guys in the NFL. They've developed these guys. They've been able to not just develop, but identify good talent. Uh, I'll give you a couple examples. Uh, Daniel Thomas, mid-three-star. Roger McCreary, a little bit of a high three-star. Jalen Simpson, I think he was sort of a four, but was an underlooked four. Um, and Auburn beat out Missouri for him, although he had some other big offers. But with Tyler Scott... You know if you're Auburn, if you're an Auburn fan, Jeffrey, I haven't even let you talk yet. If you're an Auburn fan, you know, you're looking at beyond the rankings, you're saying, Who did we beat to land yeah. somebody? And 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 man, in the last three years, they ain't they ain't beat anybody to land not, I mean, a couple guys here and there, right? not upper
2: tier SEC schools,
3: a couple guys here and there. So, in this cycle, Keldrick Falk, you beat FSU among others, believe me, he had everybody else after him too. Uh, Duron Reed, you beat LSU. I mean, you, you, Jeremiah had, Cobb, Jeremiah Cobb, you beat Clemson, legitimately beat Clemson, Connor Lou, you beat Miami, which has as last I checked the number four class in the country. So you have legitimate wins. Now one class isn't going to turn your program around, not in football, and Lee. you know, but they're on the right track.
2: Uh, Kay Lee was another guy I wanted to throw Miami, in there. Huge win. Sylvester had Smith.
3: Week, by the way. Had a great week. I'm going to write about that in a little bit. A great week at the all American He's only five, nine in like three quarters. But was yeah. maybe one of the best two cover corners, Jeffrey, out there the whole week. So, um, again, another significant win. Uh, they had more significant wins in these last four weeks than I would say a Brian Harsin's staff had in two cycles. And and really, Gus's last cycle wasn't strong because he got fired at the end. There was uncertainty. Um, so it's been a while, you know. Yep. It's been a,
2: while. A, a lot of momentum going into this week. Keith, uh, Auburn picked up. Two transfer guys yesterday yeah. on Sunday, and in, in, in both of them defensive lineman, uh Messiah Nasili kite from Maryland, Lawrence Johnson from Purdue. <clears throat> and, I, Keith, I was looking at something before the show, man. Auburn has 28 commitments, 21 uh, high school, junior college guys, seven transfers. The majority of those 28, 24 of those 28 come from three positions, oh, DB, wow. DB, D-line, and O-line. You've got wow. – eight defensive backs, eight Uh defensive backs. You've got nine defensive linemen, and you've got seven offensive linemen. You've got one wide receiver, one quarterback, one running back, one tight end. 24 of the 28 come from three different positions. And and listen, they're not done at any of those three positions. You you saw Auburn still going after a transfer with Trevez Johnson, who committed to Missouri. But if Auburn can upgrade that room, and this goes for any room, any group, they're going to do so in the portal if they can. Offensive linemen. Still after D- Damian and George, are he still a possibility? Uh, there's a couple of other def- uh, offensive linemen as well.
3: Well, you, you might as well, Jeffrey, because you can sign for these next two years. You can sign as many – because the NCAA has got this what deal the next oh, – yeah. you sign as many guys as you want, as long as you don't go over your 85. So you should be doing this, especially Auburn, which had just – I mean, let's be honest, an incredible amount of needs. But I can't believe they signed that many from those three position groups, Jeffrey, because when you look back – the minute Brian Harson got on campus two, year, two years and about two weeks ago, you know, we're all thinking, okay, they got to dress the elephant in the room. They need offensive linemen. And they didn't do it. Nope. They didn't do it. They did not do it. Do it, it. The, next year, the next year, through the transfer market. I mean, it was unbelievable, you know. And now look where you're at. So now you had no choice. But at least you know if you're an Auburn fan, it's not just that you're getting guys. It's that now you maybe have a little faith, Jeffrey, that they see the obvious – and, and are going to attack that, are going to go after that and say, let's get this done. Let's get these spots cleaned up. Yeah. So, you know, we don't know how good these guys are. We don't know how right. – but the effort is being made to fill these gaps, which too often in the last few years you didn't even see it really. It was bizarre, you know.
2: There there was no competition at these positions because the, the depth was so weak. There, there wasn't any – I mean, you know, it was, it was hopefully we can find five guys to put in the offensive line that are decent, that are average – um, that, that that aren't liabilities, but now you look at the the offensive of the line they've got coming in. You have got two transfers in Gunner Britton, uh, Dylan Wade, former starters at four year schools, and then you've got uh, Azavian Miller, the junior college guy coming yeah. in with two years to play. Clay Whedon, uh, Connor Lou, and Tyler Johnson, three guys well, that we.
3: Still, yeah. Jeffrey, if Z- if if Azavian Miller, the tackle, is where they need him to be when they get when he gets there. And Dylan Wade, who's six foot four and is a tackle, but maybe, maybe he could. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. No, yeah, I hear you. We're going to be trying to find the best five guys, right? And and maybe that gives you some flexibility. But all of a sudden, you've got you at least have two proven tackles coming in. They've played at the G five. Sometimes that's so. Look, Auburn's had some success with G five transfers. Sometimes those guys are 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 better than you think. Uh, individual pieces on those schools, but you know Gunner Britain, you mentioned number three tackle in the transfer portal for rankings for on three. Dylan Wade, I think, was a number twenty, and some people think he's better than the other right Britain. So they got out of the all their tackle targets. I think they got two of their top three targets. Sure, that's significant because when you look at everybody else in the country, need needed tackles too. Basically, almost every ninety eight percent of the programs and Auburn went out and identified and. And we always say when you, it's tough because everybody else needs them too. But they went and got the two guys, two of the three guys they wanted, I'd say.
2: And, uh, and really had good ends with both of those guys.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That helps. And, and
2: they, listen, Auburn's not done yet. You got Micah Mazuka, uh, yeah. the interior offensive lineman who's going to be making a commitment, I believe, Tuesday night, tomorrow night. It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you What do you do when you win? Auburn's right in the thick of it, man. I, I've got him trending up as of today. Or is, so he from, just,
3: is he from? Baylor. He's kid? from
2: Baylor. Sure, Yes. is. It's from he's from Baylor. You get those three guys. Yeah, you get two tackle who who have played tackle. But the thing about Dylan Wade now, gunner Britain is is your prototypical when I say that six 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 seven offensive tackle. Uh, yeah. Dylan Wade's more like six foot four and. Uh, Michael mazuka he's probably six five. He, could, but but these guys are so versatile, man. You, you're looking for the five, and you've got guys behind them with talent. They may not have the experience, but like I said, you're creating competition, man. And that's is a, is a talented, too deep that Auburn hasn't had on the offensive line in a long time.
3: Yeah, and I, Jeremiah I, Wright really showed a lot. Jeremiah of Wright, offense. yes, I can't forget him last year. And there may be some younger guys that are ready to step. Sure, in the I mean Jeffrey it wasn't that many years ago where, you know, Auburn didn't know who the right tackle was going to be, and by default, Robert Left won the job. Yeah. He ended up having a hell of a year. I'm sure dude. two-star. He's probably been their best right tackles since I mean since that time. He's probably been the best one. So um, you know, you just you really don't know. You just don't know uh who may step up. But they they're addressing needs. Obviously, quarterback. We yeah. talked about this on the show Sunday night. That's got to be addressed. You you it it's has nothing to do if you whether you have confidence in Robbie Ashford or Holden Gurner or not. Or Hank Brown. Hank Brown's going to be a true freshman. Gerner hasn't really, you know, was a true freshman last year. And Robbie's still establishing himself. Uh, You've got to, you got to get that room has got to, got to get better. I mean, you you need more guys there because injuries happen. I mean, even if Rob, even if Robbie's your guy, think about how many shots he takes in a game because all the running he does. Then you better have a two and a three and, you know, a few years yep. ago, Maryland ended up having to play like a linebacker, a quarterback because they weren't out of body. So you don't want that to happen. But they, you're right; they still have a lot of needs. But they're, they I feel like I mentioned Sunday night. I feel a blo- and I know you do too. I feel a lot better about where they are now. Sure, than they were two, three, four weeks ago. They're getting there. This doesn't mean they're going to win eleven games. Right. Right now, they're in survival mode. Next year, it'll be in build up mode. You know what I mean?
2: You really just the, the, these guys that they're adding the, the roster they're putting together, the depth they're building is, is your, your goal here is to be competitive, right? In the first year, yeah, you want to be competitive, and,
3: and you, know, you could catch lightning in a bottle, man. Sure, and I mean, and hell,
2: it's happened at Auburn many times.
3: That's right, that's right,
2: many times.
3: Lightning in a bottle with a bunch of stiffs. You gotta, right. you gotta have, you gotta have some talent.
2: Isn't that isn't that how it works? Yeah. Every coach that's come in, and I think there's been three in the past 20 years that have come into Auburn. First year, they're, you know, they're undefeated or playing for some type of championship. But the one common goal of all, or the one common theme of all those guys is they had the freaking players. They had talent. They had talent. They need, needed direction. They needed some chemistry. They needed some guidance and, uh, and, and some luck to come their way. So, uh, Keith, he talks about Mike Mazuka. He's going to be announcing Tuesday night. I really feel like Auburn's going to, Nick Martner. The six foot six, six foot seven wide receiver from Cincinnati via Hawaii will we will be making an announcement. Uh, the quarterback position, though, everybody wants to know about that, including you and me. I yeah. mean, we're not sitting here acting like we know what's going on because we don't. I, I don't. Um, I I, th- I think you've got a little bit of better behind the scenes. I do, feel.
3: <laughs> Well, look, we know maybe,
2: maybe the, the, there's some things, <laughs> there's some wheels in motion.
3: We know them. well, we know that the I don't know. We know that the main guys that were entered the portal in the last month, Auburn took a look at all of them, took a big look, at, and we know that uh, Grayson McCall from Coastal Carolina was going to visit Auburn, was probably going to end up at Auburn, but academically that didn't work out. So they're 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 doing all their due diligence. Let's put it that way. Look, look they may they may land somebody in the next week. We don't know, but if sure. they don't, I just I mean, would you like to have somebody there in the spring? Of course. But a veteran guy is going to is going to understand what to do, right? The plays are the same. What's like they mentioned on the show last night? The plays are the same. The terminology is a little different. So a guy would have to learn some terminology. If you but if you don't like somebody, if, if if you're down to a group of guys and you're not sold on those guys completely, I don't think there's a real harm in waiting because after spring practice, there's going to be solid players that enter the portal too. Now these guys may be a little less proven, but a second stringer behind. Uh, an all-conference quarterback may be pretty damn good maybe better than a guy that you know has three years of starting experience at you know school x or school y yeah. you just don't know that but they're, they're doing their homework we know that yeah that and we we look we and people say well why don't you have new names well we had all the names we had all the names there's not many guys left in the portal right now um now yeah. it's kind of like okay oh, jeffrey when I, when I say kind of behind
2: the scenes wheels yeah. are turning, I, I I mean that the coaches aren't panicking like, oh, I don't like some of the fans are. Oh my god, you know we we, we missed Leary, we've missed Grayson McCall, and here's Spencer Sanders, and who's the other one that just went to NC State, uh, Brendan Armstrong. Yeah, you know, oh for four of you know, it's what it looks like, but there there's not as much panic. And Keith, I thought you made a uh, there's not as much panic inside that that that, that facility uh as there is on these message boards and Keith I thought you made a fantastic point last night Nick Marshall
3: Well he didn't he didn't arrive at Auburn until the summer Yeah a lot of best Auburn of, of Auburn's best transfers didn't arrive until the summer Jack Driscoll offensive tackle uh Casey Dunn the center that was very good there's been more I mean look that that was a different situation you didn't have this early transfer portal right. Uh, however, it shows you that a guy can come in late and pick things up and, and be just fine. Uh, now you're thinking, okay, but you'd like to have what – what is it? One in the hand is – what's the – you know what I mean? It's two in the bush. One, one in the, the – <laughs> You'd rather – have you, what you know, you'd rather know you've got somebody right now. Obviously. No kidding.
2: One in the hand is two uh, in the
1: bush.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it means, but <laughs> you'd rather know that you have somebody right now, right? But yes. it hasn't always worked out that way. So, uh, and by the way, they we don't. They're who knows what the next week holds. I mean, there's been a lot of surprises transfer portal wise so far. Uh, I think every school has been a little surprise, and and these kids are spe- like, well, Auburn had a visitor this weekend, the, uh, the defensive lineman from Kentucky,
2: Justin to, Rogers.
3: He was supposed to go to Miami and then showed up at Auburn. So the. We think that as these guys get older, there's going to be less drama. There's more drama more. with the guys. I don't think the colleges know these guys are even showing up sometimes. It's it's such it's such a, a free for all. But it looks like Auburn's had a pretty solid plan here. Uh, they, they've two of their three biggest needs they've they've been addressing, and they've certainly been working on the quarterback position. And again, doing their due diligence. So.
2: Uh, guys, we're going to be keeping an eye on uh, two-minute warning here, guys. Uh, Jay had had this list last night. Dante Thornton, the wide receiver from Oregon, Nick Martiner. We talked about him earlier. I think he's, I th- he, he's a guy. Keith, you talk about surprises, man. He would be a guy. I would be surprised if he didn't come to Auburn. Yeah. He's got Auburn and Cal right now. Uh, he's got a long-standing relationship with Marcus Davis, something that Dante Thornton does not. Uh, Thornton visited back in December. Marcus Davis was not announced uh, as Auburn's coach until either late December or January. He was not here. Bryson Green, uh, Spencer Sanders, one of uh, one of his top targets at Oklahoma State, visited last week. We talked about Mazuka, the offensive lineman, interior offensive lineman for Baylor, should have a – or is planning to make his decision Tuesday night. I kind of like Auburn there, but, again, I wouldn't be surprised by any of this. Man, what what, what really surprised me with these – is like Javez uh, Johnson. Uh, the, the wow. defense back in Florida had a had long standing relationship with crime, had a long standing relationship with T, T. Gray at South Carolina, and he ended up
3: going to Missouri. The um, one that surprised me was the Dylan Johnson, the running back. Oh, yeah. Washington from Mississippi State going to Washington. Why, why that's surprising. And Washington's got an up and coming program. People think they can compete for the Pac 12 championship next year. Great coach, great young coach, but, uh, or uh, up and coming coach, but. He's got like a five month old kid. I thought yeah. he's from he's from Mississippi. He's from the so Delta. He's close to home, right? Yeah, it, was, it was weird, but maybe he's thinking, hey, it's just it might just be ten months, eleven months, and mom and pop will help with help with the baby, and you know we'll go from there. But
2: playing time is just trumping. What, what do you,
3: think Spencer Sanders? Are we thinking that Auburn is not going to? Uh, do we know? I, OK, I'm
2: not as I, I'm not as uh, concrete in, in that as some others. Yeah, I think I think he's still in play. Yeah. Um, he's there if if Auburn decides to move on him. Let's put it that way. I, I mean, I don't It's not talk. Like I know some insight in it, but yeah. I, have, I have heard something, some things from from good sources that I don't think he's completely off the board. I just don't think they're making a big push at this point. And this was yesterday. Was today okay. Monday? Yeah, this y- okay. yesterday afternoon.
3: Ole Miss is involved with
2: him. Ole Miss is he, he was visiting Ole Miss, according to our uh, Ole Miss affiliate yeah. at On3. He absolutely did not visit Auburn. I feel confident in that. But I do feel like if Auburn makes a push, they would be a serious contender. And I don't think that that's completely off the board uh, just yet. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so, we talked about Mazzucca announcing Tuesday night. Damian George is another guy that's going to be announcing a decision in the next few days. Brian Batty, that uh, UCF, USF. That's-
3: that's an interesting one. Isn't
2: it? Showed up yesterday for a one day official visit. Rushed for twelve hundred yards to
3: USF. Small guy, five eight, one sixty-five. Little uh I think Freeze has had success with multiple sure. guys, you know, versatile running backs.
2: Uh Justin Rogers is another one. We talked about him. The uh the,
3: big that would that's a guy what they're battling LSU and we think Alabama for. Four. So again, who are you beating to land guys? Well, that would be pretty big.
2: That would be a big win. We'll be uh, we'll be tracking all of that in the next few days, man. Uh, the dead period right now, and now until Thursday, and then re- uh, visits will resume this weekend. Auburn can add guys up until January the eighteenth. That's the last day guys can add classes as far as transfers go. So there's still about uh, nine days left before the last. Transfer can be added, so we'll be tracking it all. at Auburn Live on three. If you're not a member of that site, man, you go check us out. Twenty nine ninety nine right now, and through August until September, you don't pay a penny more until then. We've got uh, all uh, all the coverage from every sport. We even have basketball recruiting this past weekend. We're going to have more basketball recruiting this weekend. Going to have a big weekend, I'm guessing, uh, of visits this weekend. Keith got a junior day coming up at the end of the month. I'm I'm sure some of these twenty twenty four guys will be coming in. So. We'll be trying to track it all, man. We appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate everybody subscribing. Uh, For Keith, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee. Man, y'all stay out of the left lane. See ya.
0: Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com on3 and bet on college hoops
1: until they cut down the nets